0: like have you guys not seen the prices on amazon over the past 10 years it's awful like you can't buy a single video game there why are you why are you dogpiling dk oldies yeah shut down amazon before you care about anything yeah
1: god forbid you buy something from amazon that's like remotely collectible and then you get it in a bag
0: <laughs> and it did it, it's more than ebay average and yeah but guess what like people trust it yeah period yeah that's a fucking that's an episode already <laughs> tell you
1: that well we've already been talking for 10 minutes about it so
0: (laughs) (laughs) tell me how you really feel i was gonna say just i'm bleeding hopefully you don't have anything to do today i'll tell you (laughs) let me tell you something jeremy (laughs) just go yeah take off you got much time you got down the runway
1: we're not gonna land for the next two hours might need some more water after this (laughs)
0: <laughs> You're halfway done. You haven't said anything. It's just been I me. <laughs> i just
1: been. I'm getting dry mouth just listening
0: to you. <laughs> oh my god! Welcome into Weekend Rental Podcast. Another episode coming to you guys here from Greg, myself, of course, joined here with Jeremy. Hello. How are you guys doing over this Christmas season? I hope it's good. We're, what, a week away here almost, I think, hey? Yep. It's crazy. And what we want to do here is, uh, with Christmas coming up, obviously a big holiday for gamers everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is, you know. <laughs> especially when I was younger. This was like the time to uh, get games in, uh, both to buy them and to just sit down and uh, crush gaming. You're off school. You're, this is the, <laughs> hopefully some of you guys are getting time off work as well to uh, just sit down and spend eight hours a day gaming. But on that question, then, uh, are you getting yourself any games for Christmas, Jeremy? What's oh, it like these days? Yeah, well, I mean, I think being an adult,
1: it's like you basically buy yourself what you want now. <laughs> oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> well, you know, my parents always ask me, they're like, they're like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I got so much stuff. I don't need anything. And that's usually just how it goes. And then I get a gift card or something. And just Do you buy... guys
0: do any kind of gift exchange? Yeah, your... we do. Okay. I, I,
1: we buy each other stuff. But it's like, what do you want? You just like, you know, what do I need? I, I don't need anything. I feel like I'm... <laughs>
0: Got enough stuff. I feel like that's, yeah, like, once you turn a certain age, you become that lame adult who has that answer. Yeah. Because when I was a kid, it's always like, oh, what do I buy, Dad, or whatever, and he always answers with, like, I don't need anything, I don't want anything. Yeah. And I, I don't know, it's funny, I was always like, I don't want to be like that. I yeah. always want to <laughs> have something I want when I'm an adult, or I'm always going to want games or something. And, yeah, my, my Christmas list this year, I don't know if I had a single game on it, hmm. actually, um, which sounds crazy. <laughs> right I, I bought my brother i did get him one he had um mario rpg the remake of okay. course so he had to get that i got him that one for christmas along with a hat because again right your, your christmas list <laughs> gets a little bit simpler <laughs> but so he's getting rpg remake for christmas um i didn't buy another game for anyone else i don't think though did you get anyone a game in
1: your? No, I, so we, uh, we used to have neighbors that lived across from us and their son was really into retro gaming and stuff. So I'd always get him something, uh, this year I actually bought him like an action figure because okay. he's really into naruto so oh okay yeah okay. i kind of found these like statues and i was like oh he'd love that so when that's... you say action figure and then you say statue is there it's... any action
0: on the statue yeah, probably not <laughs> it's more a statue but i think he's beyond the point of playing with action figures now so more of a collectible type <laughs> yeah, thing than okay right. yeah yeah that yeah. makes sense yeah for sure my head immediately went to an actual i mean i played i was an action figure kid growing up too yeah i didn't collect them ever but like i um, played with action figures a ton. Oh, yeah, Like Beast too. Wars and... Um... Yes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Beasties. <laughs> yes, yeah, Beasties, exactly. Yeah. Beasties, Beast Wars, we had um, a lot of the line of them. And we also went down the Gundam road, which okay. is funny because I didn't even like Gundam much, but for some reason the action figures were insane. Okay. Like, just like super customizable and stuff, so I really enjoyed them. Interesting. But I know nothing about Gundam.
1: No, me too. I, I was never into uh, giant robots or anything either, except unless they're like, you know, Transformers. But...
0: Uh, Transformers! <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> hey, wait a second, pal. Wait a second. <laughs> what did you just say about Beasties? <laughs> so, you didn't buy anyone else games. You didn't have them on your wish list. What did you buy yourself this Christmas? Because I know you had to have picked up some.
1: Oh, well, I guess, you know what, my gift to myself was a painting. What did you get? Uh, so, I got a Another magazine cover painting by this uh, United Kingdom illustrator, uh, Paul Kidby. Okay. who is, um, I'm pretty sure I know that name. I think he's a bigger one. Yeah, he's done a lot of game art, uh, specifically for magazines, especially. Okay. So there's. I already have, I think, five other paintings of his. So this is my sixth one. <laughs> Are you clearing him out? <laughs> you well, just, uh... you know, he's, he's been selling off stuff to collectors for a couple years already, but he, he's so prolific that he's done so much stuff okay so um every once in a while i just kind of you know ask him like hey you know i I think this is your work looks like your work um do you by chance still have it and sometimes the answer is yes and he had a a lovely painting that he did for demon's crest and it's as far as i know um the only other uh piece of artwork for the game that's super nintendo right Demon's Crest. yes so it's capcom um I think it's the only other piece of artwork for that game besides the Julie Bell box cover and the Lee McLeod Nintendo Power poster.
0: Okay. The box yeah. cover for that does exist out there? Yes. Yeah. Is it in the hands of a private collector at it this is. point? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it's lovely and I would kill for to have it but, <laughs> but you know what? I've, I mean, I assume that's almost a six-figure piece if it ever came up to open. Oh, auction. yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I can't even imagine
1: putting a price on something as iconic as that. Yeah. That's, gotcha. That'd be a tough one.
0: I assume uh, your piece was not six figures.
1: No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was very affordable, and I was very happy about that because it's a it's a great property. It's a great game. Uh, it's probably the only other piece of artwork for that game out there, and it's it's a very lovely painting of Firebrand, which is the
0: character on the cover. So yeah, yeah Demon's Crest is one I've never um, did anything with. I've never is it like a loose connection to ghouls and ghosts.
1: Yes, is he that... was he was the bad guy in uh, Ghouls and Ghosts. He would like chase you around and kill you. Okay, yes, yeah.
0: okay, yeah, that's there. where I recognize that from. Yeah, and that is literally where my knowledge of that game yeah. starts and finishes. Yeah,
1: and he also was um, on the box cover of uh, Gargoyle Quest on NES as well. It's a Greg Winter's painting. It's more cartoony. He's like
0: behind the gargoyle, I think. Then his firebrand. He, the, like... he is the gargoyle, the he's... firebrand. Yeah, he's like a red gargoyle. Interesting. Now I got to go look at that box art to yeah. see. Yeah. I didn't realize he had anything to do... Does, I watched the Gargoyles TV show growing up. Uh, does he have anything to do with that, or is no, that completely... That's
1: completely different.
0: Okay, yeah. okay. Completely different, yeah.
1: No, he's... he's. He, I think he's a villain from Ghouls and Ghosts, and then he kind of got his own series, and Demon's Crest was kind of his own spinoff. Do you play as him? Yes, you do play this
0: as is, him. This is all coming at me very quickly yeah, here. Yeah, it's
1: great. I mean, it's such a great game, and... um a great collectible game too because it's difficult to find yeah it's very expensive yeah and expensive yeah um so yeah i'm, I'm happy to happy to have that painting because very cool pickup yeah, yeah it's well, a great image
0: did you get uh any game at all for christmas what are you going to be playing what are you going to be doing well that's difficult i think if i'm going to buy myself a
1: game it'll probably be mario wonder okay yep yeah i think yep. that'll be my christmas gift to myself and
0: yeah you I'll still play haven't it. played it? No,
1: I haven't played it. So. No, it's
0: it's fantastic. Yeah, I've you got it. I've heard
1: it's amazing, so I'm like, okay, you know what? That'll that'll probably end up being my Christmas gift. Yeah, feels like it has to be Nintendo. I don't know
0: why. <sighs> ah, man, it's it's funny like that. Um, so much of my yeah, when I go back and I think about like my older Christmases, yeah, what we had and what we did. I mean, one of my first actual Christmas memories, I guess, about what I got for video games because i'm sure we got stuff before this but i don't have memories before like age six or seven i don't know if that's normal so like i feel like i don't remember anything from
1: yeah so <laughs> you're you're younger than me i'm guessing n64 was kind of your first
0: game nailed console it. memory yeah. absolutely nailed it okay yeah. so for the christmas that year probably 98 maybe 97 i would have been five six um we got an n64 I remember that we unboxed it. That was crazy. Yeah, I, I, I probably was like that N64 Christmas video. Oh my god, the N64! Like, um, and with it, I believe we got Ocarina of Time. Oh, okay. as the only other game we got. I, mm, man, I can't remember. It's funny because with the N64, and I mean this is just gaming growing up in general. We had such few games for every console we owned. So I remember we had um zelda ocarina time for sure we got it at christmas that year but in our entire n64 library we probably had 11 games maybe maybe 15 games at absolute most so i can't even remember like surely we had something else we were playing at the same time i mean maybe we were just grinding the whole time but like i i just can't even like it's funny because maybe we got nhl breakaway 99 or something I just, mm, I wish I could place it. And this frustrates me so much (laughs) because I want to remember these things more vividly than I do, but you were pretty little. So, yeah, but that's, that's, is that, do, do other people remember what they got at like age three, four? I don't know. I always wonder.
1: Yeah. I don't think I do. Um, I don't think, you know what? I think the first game console I ever got for Christmas was actually a GameCube. Really? And it's because, um, that's so late for you. Yeah. But so here's the thing. So, I got NES and SNES both secondhand from from family. Yep, members. we did too. We did too. Yeah, and N sixty four. I think I was still getting Super Nintendo games for Christmas. Really? Before that, when it first came out, like
0: you were actually getting still like brand new Super Nintendo games. Yeah, or used ones. Like okay, yeah, yeah.
1: We we did we couldn't afford much when
0: I was young. So well, yeah, that's why I asked if it was brand new or used because I don't think I bought a single brand new Super Nintendo game. Um, like period. Like, yeah, we only ever bought used ones. Yeah, I think. You know
1: that's probably the case for me too. I'm pretty sure they were all used ones, um, but I had saved up a lot of money from like birthdays, and my grandma would always give me money for Christmas. Yep. So <laughs> grandma coming in, grandma blank. coming in with a hundred dollar bill, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, so it was funny because after the N64 came out. Um, I had my grandma's money, and then I had a birthday. My birthday's in March, so I had my birthday. I got some money for that, too. And she's like, well, why don't you buy yourself an N64? I'm like, Mom, that's a great idea. So, <laughs> so we went to Toys R Us and uh, picked up an N64 with Mario
0: 64. I missed that game. Like, uh, I was talking about my memories there. We did not get Mario 64.
1: Yeah, yeah. And my first experience actually was, I think it was renting that game with the console from blockbuster
0: like you did the 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 console rental yeah we did a console oh, rental. So cool. i think
1: it was for my birthday the previous year so did a console rental mario 64 is just like oh my god this thing
0: is- I, we always wanted to do a console. I, I don't know if it was more expensive or what was up with that but it's we expensive, never yeah we never did the console rental yeah we did a lot of game rentals but yeah never never the console yeah yeah. um that's insane yeah so we had rented uh you know came in this like like hard case and mm-hmm. yeah i used to own the virtual boy hard case yeah like the rental uh unit that yeah. i would have and i've seen the n64 ones and stuff they're super cool it's really cool i'd love to get more of those yeah it's, it's very uh, nostalgic insane yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're very
1: cool yeah so yeah so we rented that and yeah my memories obviously of n64 were were fantastic and so yeah when i when i bought my own console Um, I think that was, I'm trying to remember if it was 97 or 98, the year I got the console. But, um, yeah, certainly Ocarina of Time was a big memory for me. You guys had it too? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That was, uh, that's probably my favorite Christmas memory, actually, is is getting Ocarina of Time for Christmas. Oh, really? Yeah. Because... So every year my my cousins would come out and, and my aunt and they would, you know, stay over cuz they lived, you know, an
0: hour and something out of town. Same funny. Yeah, That must be like a Saskatchewan thing because yeah, like so. the you farm to... <laughs> people came in yeah, and, exactly. you know. <laughs> yeah, we'd all celebrate Christmas together. Yeah, and I just
1: remember um I just remember being really sick. Like I had an awful cold and my throat was like just aching and I felt terrible. And we, we always opened our gifts on, um, on Christmas Eve, oh, boo, Christmas day, boo. <laughs> Christmas, no, day, Christmas gotta, day people. No, no. Christmas Eve, you get them sooner. Soon you don't touch anything. <laughs> you, you wait for
0: Christmas morning.
1: <laughs> you know what? It was hard to wait for me. I remember like you would get Santa's presents Christmas day Okay, and then you'd be able to open up the ones under the tree Christmas okay. Eve. That was kind of our thing. So I remember feeling awful and sick and then, uh, opening up presents and and seeing ocarina of time the gray card version of course yeah but likewise i yeah. didn't even know gold existed no didn't either because we i think it came out well, did it come out in october or november that year like before christmas uh, I, yeah. I wish i had memories <laughs> um, I'm, I'm blanking on the release date of it but yeah so the gray card came out around christmas so that's what we ended up getting but i just remember plugging that thing in and the music coming up and just sitting there watching Link on Epona just yes in the field listening to the music I'm like this is the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire you know 10 year old life <laughs>
0: well like literally though you know like you said we had NES Super Nintendo were all passed down I mean I'd played on Genesis too, but like Ocarina changed everything yeah it was just like, like was how a, can a game be like this it was such a thunderclap for this time <laughs> yes yeah it's hard to capture that now like you know, I don't even know what the comparison would be. I feel like for kids now, like say you started with a GameCube or a Wii, uh, you already had fully immersive 3D video games. Mm-hmm. I feel like if the Wii was your first console, say, um, and then you like, you jump up to a Switch, I don't I don't know if you'd have the same like Oh my god, this is yeah revolutionary. Yeah, you don't
1: you don't have that same um, impact because it's just so different from the Super Nintendo, you know, from like from that kind of 16 bit image to full 64 yeah. 3d environment that like that was such a revolution
0: like now you know some of those early polygon games especially ps1 they look awful yeah like, i won't attend well they look bad yeah but do. you know at the time it's like holy like yeah. this is insane yeah the yeah. first tomb raider was like oh my god like mm-hmm. <laughs> it looked great
1: yeah, especially especially if you couldn't afford uh, like a, a PC to play like Doom. No, we, we, or something. we yeah. didn't have it. Nope. Yeah, that same didn't with exist for us. Yeah, we didn't get our first
0: computer. I didn't know what until... a computer was until like a one.
1: Yeah, I think we got our first computer maybe in, in 98. Okay, but... You know, I don't think it could play much. You know, they, they cost so much money back
0: then. Yeah, well, that's, that's what I mean. It was, you know, we had the family computer. It was locked behind this cabinet. Like, you could not play it for X amount of time. Like, it was, <laughs> it was I, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> My parents were weird about computers, man. It was some new, fandangled technology. Yeah. So, yeah, 3D was really the N64 hit. And it was like, these games don't exist. Let's do them. That doesn't, like, that didn't even, <laughs> you yeah. know. I had to play it at a friend's house doom
1: yeah Yeah. that's cool yeah that was my first experience with doom that's really cool doom two actually i think was my first one
0: the biggest shame is i missed all of those so i I talked about you know the n64 library we had like say 11 games 15 games total (laughs) same with super nintendo i think Mm -hmm. we had eight games so you know we would grind those same eight games forever more games didn't exist like you just played those eight It was like oh this is fantastic (laughs) you know yeah i maybe had a friend or two that honed game consoles and it's again with like not being in a very um wealthy neighborhood at all growing up yeah so like i genuinely think i had one or two friends who had a game console and it was the same thing they had a few games as well yeah so we had one friend who owned smash bros on n64 which was amazing so we would you know that's like my only experience with that as well on n64 i think we rented it once or twice but we got into fights Like me and my brother, and we weren't allowed to rent it anymore.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Too much chaos.
0: Yeah, literally, though. Literally. Couldn't handle it. I was just, like, too young and too dumb. We'd be throwing controllers and stuff with Smash Bros. 64. (laughs) Like, my God. So that wasn't allowed to be rented anymore. So we had one friend who had another game console, and I think that was it. Uh, Most of it was just, like, you go outside and play. You know, it was that old time, like, go do something. Grab a bike and... Go somewhere, jump
1: on the trampoline or something. Yeah, yeah, pretty
0: much. Yes, yeah. instead of gaming all the time. Yeah, and it's funny because as you got more into high school, my hanging out became like more gaming. Yeah, like the older I got, the more it was like, oh, we're just like LAN party. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like we're know. just like gaming.
1: Yeah, actually, for me too, because um when I was in high school, it was like Xbox had just come out. So, oh, no Halo. Yeah, when Xbox Live came out with Halo Two and and Jedi Academy was something we played a lot of. Oh, nice. So my uh, my online memories were basically the, the start of high school and actually i think my first online game that i ever played was fantasy star online okay for gamecube so when that came out um played a lot of that not necessarily <laughs> with people i knew in high school but just you know playing online yeah
0: just online in general yeah, just yeah. mocking
1: around yeah and there was no voice chat in that version so <laughs> you had to like unless you had one of those fancy japanese gamecube controllers <laughs> with a keyboard in the middle you actually had to like manually type everything. And I got so fast at that. Really? Like to type and talk with the joystick. Oh my
0: God. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds abysmal.
1: Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was awful because my friends had that. Like the friends I played with lived in Toronto. And uh, so they had the, the keyboard one so they could chat really quickly. And that's crazy. Really frantically selecting <laughs> trying letters. Trying to
0: keep up. <laughs> yeah, trying to keep up. <laughs> 19 messages go by and you like lol to the one that's. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. it's like that was uh, 20 messages ago, but that's <laughs> exactly. what I'm laughing to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, great memories with that game. And eventually uh, we moved on to the Xbox version when it came out, uh, I think the next year. Okay. And that one had voice chat, so nice. It was a
0: lot You could easier. finally yeah.
1: communicate with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's so fun because with Christmas Day, we'd always uh, unbox our games, unbox, geez, we'd unwrap our. <laughs> it's like too deep into this culture at this point. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Nine-year-old doing an unboxing there. Yeah, yeah. Like, God what damn. are you doing with that? Got brain rot over here. Mini DVD cam there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we'd unwrap our presents, and then it was always like. Uh, there's that weird time between, like, say, 9, 10 a.m. to, like, noon or a little bit past. Because you reach the Christmas dead time, or at least, you know, in my family, which would be from, like, say, noon to five, mm-hmm. that time where you finish all the presents and stuff and then you're waiting for supper. So that would always be the time where it's like, okay, we're going to game. Like, this is the time now to use our presents. And that was always the, uh, the most fond memories, kind of, because it was like, okay, we're going to sit down, play our game, see if we like anything. I remember actually like one of the biggest flops for a Christmas gift we ever got. I bought my brother's um, Animal Crossing on the Wii with the Wii Speak thing. Okay. Um, so I was excited. Animal Crossing is great. I'd played the GameCube version. They had never played Animal Crossing before. They're nine years younger than me. So at the time they would have been, oh, geez, they would have been young, maybe five, six. They would be pretty young, mm-hmm. maybe too young. But I bought them this game. It was on discount. It was on like massive clearance. (laughs) I was young too. I mean, I was only like 16. So buying gifts too is like, ah, we're, you know, balling on a budget. Yeah, yeah. But got them the Animal Crossing on Wii. They played it that day, I think, for 20 minutes to like appease me. And, like, they never touched it again. Oh. Like, it went back into its box. It, like, literally was never touched again. <laughs> and, um, I, like, six years later, I think I bought it off them because I started collecting deeply. So, I was like, if you guys don't care, I'll just give you 20 bucks for it and we yeah. can, you know, call it even. But uh, that game as well, that Christmas, they also got Donkey Kong Country Returns. Okay. And again, they did not touch it. Wow. It okay. just flopped hard. Just wasn't their there. I type don't know. Of... Yeah, it was weird. But Twilight Princess uh, went off, like, they played it immensely. Mm. That was the one that stuck. Yeah. So, and that and, was the Wii version? Yep. 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 With the motion and stuff. Okay. And it was like, oh, wow. Like, okay. Yeah. Like, but... With right handed Link, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The whole
1: mirror world. That's yes. the only reason to play that version, I think, is because the world is completely mirror image. why did right? they do that? Well, because in the originals, uh, Link is left-handed, so he holds a sword with his left hand. This is that deep trivia I need to know. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, when they came up with the motion controls, it's like, well, the majority of people are right-handed, so we got to flip this thing. Yeah. So they just, instead of, like, flipping
0: the character, they just flip the entire game. <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> like, in my head now, I'm, like, trying to think of Link holding his sword sword in the left hand, and yeah. it's like, did I never, like...
1: It never registered for me. That's yeah. weird. Think about Ocarina of Time when you press the yeah, R he's shield. Like, he's using his right arm. That's so weird. Yeah, it's like when you think about it. It's like, oh my god, it just blew my how mind. How did I not? Why is he left-handed? <laughs> Whose decision was this? <laughs> I don't know. That's what the so last, weird. I don't know what the last game he was left-handed in. Maybe Twilight Princess. For did game they two. actually swap it? Now he's right-handed. Yeah. Well, Breath of the Wild. I'm pretty sure he's right-handed. This now. is blowing my mind. <laughs> <This is like laughs> I might have to look this up.
0: Details I mean, I've never paid attention to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. This might all be bullshit, so I better uh, <laughs> <or>
0: corroborate this.
1: <laughs> but I was literally playing Majora's Mandela Mask the other effect night. right now? Yeah, like, I are know. we just... <laughs> I was literally playing Majora's Mask, so I'm, I'm pretty sure that this is the
0: case. This is, this is factual? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. Come back to Jeremy if this ends up being all, yeah, all a lie. Yeah, I'll, I'll apologize uh, profusely <laughs> if it's all a lie. Uh, what do you remember for gaving flops that you guys either bought and didn't like, or you gave and, like, it just didn't hit? Hmm. You know, honestly, I don't know of a single gaming flop. Really? Because
1: I think I think uh, by the time I was getting games regularly in the N64 era and GameCube, I had experience with the ones I wanted. Okay. So, like, when the GameCube came out, you know, it, I wanted it because I had played Smash Bros in EB Games. Gotcha. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, like, you can see every pixel. In there. <laughs> you know, like, the graphics look so good. And, yeah, so that's why I asked for a GameCube for Christmas in that game.
0: And, um. The N sixty four then was the first console you bought with your own money. Yeah. And the GameCube is the first one you got for Christmas. Yes. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how it rolled. And
0: um I don't know. Are th- you a single kid? Are you like a single child? Oh yes. my gosh! Well, that's why you don't have these these experiences of gaming flops and stuff. Yeah, I you, think so, you didn't, yeah. we had three other people buying and gaming and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. a big difference so you maker right to, there.
1: Yeah, I didn't have to cater to a bunch of different tastes.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. knew exactly what you wanted, yeah. and you just got what you wanted. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So that's the benefit of being an <laughs> yeah. only child, I think. But uh, you know, actually, besides Ocarina of Time, another fond gaming memory is um, Gauntlet Legends on N64. I think I had rented it and had so much fun with that game. Me and my cousin had played it because I'd rented it and taken it that weekend to my grandma's house and we'd played it and I was like, can't hey, want this game for Christmas because we barely touched it. It was a pretty long game. It like,
0: is you... no when you're just grinding Gauntlet 64 for sure. Yeah, like, yeah you have to sit down multiple times to play yeah that.
1: Yeah so I asked for that for Christmas and me and my cousin played the hell out of that. And uh also, you know, Smash Bros uh melee when it came out, we played a lot of that game.
0: Yeah. I Gauntlet 64 is one of those games I always wanted growing up but like again i'm just beating the dead horse here we didn't like we had some a few games that it was like oh man the next uh after the christmas of ocarina of time i think on the birthday we got Donkey Kong 64 must have been 98 99 then is Donkey Kong 99 maybe it's 2000 2000 mm. i think yeah because we maybe. were getting deeper because we have expansion pack then yeah but yeah, yeah i remember exactly. um i got that for christmas and it or birthday sorry the birthday after and it was like oh my god the collector's yellow cartridge like this is crazy this is so cool and yeah then donkey kong absorbed my life you know the other game i might have got with ocarina <clears throat> is freaking banjo kazooie that might have been the other game we got okay that yeah it's somewhere good, good it couple. came in there somewhere yes because we already loved the rare collect thon type game which is why we had to get donkey kong 64 because it was like you know rare's next big like you have to play it.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And I remember uh, when Perfect Dark came out. I never got it for Christmas, but my friend did. Okay, and we played that game so much. Was it good? I oh, completely it's, like it's so. I mean, it's to me, it's better than Goldeneye in every way. Oh wow, possible. that's high praise. Yeah, it's it's really. fighting words. They took they took everything that they did in Goldeneye and just made it better. <laughs> Split screen co op campaign. You know all the guns you could physically see them reload. It wasn't just a disappear off screen and come back. <laughs> yeah, and there were so many guns and like you know all these. Crazy little weapons tests you could do like weapon challenges and things like that. Why doesn't it have the same staying power or like big like no one talks about perfect dark? I don't know. I mean, I think because Perfect Dark Zero was such a flop. That it they, just like kind of really, killed the It really just messed it up. It was
0: really Yeah. But I mean everyone loves Goldeneye. Yeah. That is like one of the most revered N sixty four games that exist. Yeah, absolutely. And for you to say Perfect Dark's better in every way, like, I don't know. No one talks about Perfect Dark. No one cares.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's true. It's You know, I I don't think it's the same or similar situation as like Ocarina Majora, you know, even though Majora maybe improved a bit on the, on how Link moved. Like he kind of like did flips when he jumped and that kind of stuff. Like they did some improvements with that game. Um, But
0: I think Majora's became a lot more popular after the fact.
1: Yeah, I think
0: so. Like that has become, you know, kind of like cult classic, like YouTuber culture and like, oh my God, like it's actually amazing. Yeah. Where at the time, I don't think Majora's was as well received.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right on that. But I think with, like, Goldeneye, you know, it's it's like Ocarina, where it where it was the mold, you know, created the mold. It was kind of the the brand-new revolutionary thing.
0: So when Majora came out, it's kind of like...
1: It's a little bit more the same, but slightly
0: improved. No, no, I, you can... Like, I mean, I know people... It's fighting words that you can just call it a DLC. Yeah. Like it runs the same engine. It's a different story, but it's like, you know... Yeah, yeah.
1: But I think legitimately... When I think of Goldeneye versus Perfect Dark, I think Perfect Dark improved on the formula in every single way.
0: <laughs> that's yeah, that's crazy. It
1: actually had a great story. It was all voice acted. Wow. Which was great. Um, it has an amazing, like, kind of conspiracy, like conspiratorial uh storyline that like goes deep within government type stuff, like aliens and all this. And it's a fantastic story.
0: So I think it just really improved on Goldeneye in every single way. That's super interesting. Yeah. Goldeneye is another one I completely missed. We didn't get many violent games until, Mm. like, PS1, I guess, is where we started branching out more so. Yeah. So with N64, I mean, I didn't even... I I must have been aware it existed, Goldeneye, but, like, it meant nothing to me. Yeah. Like, I didn't... You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh my God, I need to buy it. I need to play it. Like, it just didn't even yeah. register.
1: For I me. think when GoldenEye came out, I, I don't remember the release date, but I don't think it was like a near Christmas release. Okay. Because I don't remember getting it for Christmas. Might have been like a birthday okay. type game.
0: Yeah, that one didn't even cross my path there. Yeah. 1064. Well, you're missing out. I, I, I know. <laughs> I know. It's funny how everyone like freaking loves GoldenEye. Yeah, and, and now like, it's Ugh. on Switch. You know, you can play it on the, on the virtual platform so it's fantastic don't think i'm gonna don't think i'll be doing that anytime soon you should it's fun (laughs) i have played goldeneye now as an adult yeah and like i I think without me having the uh nostalgia goggles of goldeneye like it kind of sucks yeah that's fair dare i say
1: i think actually you can like if you have an xbox you can go on the rare replay and you can play perfect dark that runs with like higher textures and high frame rate and i think you'll have a great time okay interesting yeah so if you're looking to like play perfect dark you should do it on the rare
0: replay that's like
1: optimal yeah oh yeah
0: yeah i i often think about ocarina of time too we've talked about it so much where if a new person was to enter in it's like you should probably play the 3ds version right like it's probably just optimal now for a new person and i actually don't know why
1: they didn't like release a switch version of that like it seems like a no-brainer to me to release the the 3DS versions of Majora Ocarina and Time HD
0: remake Switch. Yeah, like just get it out there; yeah. it'll sell.
1: And I mean, I guess there's been rumors already of a of a Zelda remaster or remake or something. So maybe that's, I don't know, maybe they're going to adapt it, you know. It always seems like there's kind of an HD remaster in between big Zelda games, For sure. It's the bread and butter. Yeah, of course. You
0: produce something new, which actually costs money, and then you just upscale something else, which doesn't. In the meantime, (laughs) while you wait six years for the next one, we're going to give you this
1: one. And we all greedily
0: buy it, because Zelda is awesome. My brother's getting an RPG remake. Like, that's you. (laughs) As much as people dunk on these remakes and stuff, I mean... They are, they are perfect Christmas gifts because yes. often you're buying them for someone who has nostalgia for these games. Yeah. Even if you don't want to buy it yourself or you don't want to spend that money yourself, they make fantastic gifts because they hit the nostalgia spot for so many people. Yeah. So, I mean, a Thousand Year Door remake is going to come out next year, I believe. Um, I'm going to buy it. Right? I'm going to buy it. Yeah. That actually might be one that I asked for Christmas, dare I say. Okay. Because Thousand Year Door is up there with my favorite game ever. And Okay. I, I didn't um, know that. That's cool. It's up there. Yeah. It's up there. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Um, but I don't know if I want to buy it with my own money because like, I, you know what I mean? Cause they are. Yeah. It's like, it's an old game and it's full it price. It feels and, a little bit dumb. Yeah. But getting someone else to
1: buy it for you is yeah, the trick. That's, there, That's the secret. Yes. Yeah. And Nintendo still just has that. I don't know. It just has that magic. You know? It does. You open a Nintendo game for, for Christmas and you're like, oh, ah,
0: yeah, that's what it feels like. Most of know? my memories are honestly Nintendo stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think I remember getting Siphon Filter 2 for Christmas one year. Um, again, a complete flop. Touched mm. it maybe once, like, played it for 20 minutes. I think the gameplay was literally just, like, too too adult for mm. me. Okay. It was kind of slow, kind of stealthy, kind of... It's like, kind of like Metal Gear-esque, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's how I would describe it. Um, And it just, like... I think I was just like too dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it was just a dumb child. <laughs> too little. Well, you were, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: How old? Six, seven,
0: something yeah, probably. like that. Yeah. At, at most I was eight yeah. trying to play like Siphon Filter 2. Yeah. And it just like did not register.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I actually think, you know, before the N64, I think my, my fondest memories are getting toys for Christmas, especially when like Jurassic Park was out. I remember you were a big
0: Jurassic Park kid. Oh,
1: I love well, I love dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, I was, I, I was a dinosaur kid too. Yeah, so I remember when the uh, you know, I'd asked for the the the, the big T Rex from uh, Jurassic Park, like the big toy. And uh, did it
0: have like a thing on the top of his head to make noise, or was it just? Uh... Uh,
1: no, I think it had a it had a not a motion sensor, but an impact sensor. So like when you when you stomp the dinosaur gotcha. down onto the ground, it would like make a <laughs> and yeah, you can do that. <laughs> yeah exactly like that <laughs> yeah yeah. So I remember getting that for Christmas and like I think I like woke up at like four in the morning and went downstairs and it was there and I was like oh, oh my, my god. And my mom came, she's like, "What are you doing up? Go back to bed." <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm too excited. Yeah. So I think before getting games for Christmas, like probably the the toys, Jurassic Park toys especially was
0: something I remember you say that I'm pretty sure we got light brights and stuff for Christmas too Mm. like going back that far yeah um
1: and back then those didn't even
0: register to me at all like uh, really?
1: We got one and I didn't I didn't touch it. Really? Yeah, I barely did anything with oh it. Oh my
0: gosh. I yeah. was a light bright kid for sure, man. We grinded Light bright. <laughs> That's that fun. It was like, oh <laughs> we were bringing in the new pictures. Like, yeah, it was addicting, man. That's cool. I was a puzzle kid too. Yeah. So like that's kind of what Lightbright was, essentially. Yeah. It was like you're just doing a puzzle, a paint by numbers, essentially. Um and it it just hit in my brain. I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fair. You know, for me it was um uh, me and my best friend always played with with action figures like that was our main thing that we did besides video games yeah like, play with action figures so you know whenever we christmas season was over and we'd hang out you know after christmas would be like hey what did you get what action figures did you get what games did you get and, yeah
0: yeah yeah an easy bake oven came in at some point too not for me though i was too young Like, my older brother got that. Okay. and So you have two younger, one older? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I mean when we say we're always buying gifts for each other and stuff, especially once we all got, like, a $20 budget. Man, there were so many budget, like, movie release games coming in. Like, there was crap. Like, just crap games were coming Mm -hmm. into the home all the time because we had a $20 budget. Yeah. So, again, like, I bought my older brother at the time. He was probably 12, 13, maybe 14, so I would have been 11 or something. Okay. I bought him on the original Xbox Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, like the movie, the game. Oh, yeah. Like, um, just uh, like I don't, I don't. buying movie games is kind of a faux pas, I feel, where they're almost never good. If you're buying a game based on a movie, like some are, you know, Lord of the Rings games are good. But if it's like Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, the movie, the game. It's like, I I don't
1: know that it sounds awful. Just, just the tone of your voice, but I bought it it.
0: for him. And all he did was rip me for the next two hours. Like he (laughs) unboxed it and was like, oh, cool. And then it was like, why did you buy me? A game based on a movie. Like, who buys a game based... It's still a quote we use.
1: Don't you know but by now like... that movies based on... <laughs> games based on movies Yeah, just are just, like, crappy. terrible. But yeah. the
0: funniest thing is, is it was supposed to be Pirates of the Caribbean, but the clerk at EB Games gave us Sid Meier's Pirates instead. Oh. Which was actually really good. Okay. <laughs> so when he actually sat down to play it after making fun of me for multiple hours, it was like, Sid Meier's Pirates. And we were like, the hell is this? But then after playing it for like two hours, it was like, oh, no, don't return it. Like, just keep this. This is a win. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, This
1: is a net win. Yeah, that's good. You know, I remember um, (laughs) speaking of wrong games, this wasn't a Christmas thing. It was uh, when Jedi Academy came out on Xbox. I think it was fall, fall of 2002 or something like that. Okay. 2003. And um, so I'd come home from school. My mom was coming home from work and I asked her, I was like, hey, you know, I I pre-ordered this game. Can you pick it up for me? And uh, so she went to EB games on her way home and got the game and she came home and I was like so eager to play it. And I I open up the bag and and there's Final Fantasy. Is it X2 in there? And I'm like... I don't even have a PlayStation. What is this?
0: (laughs) How did you get that instead of what she
1: went for? She she didn't know specifically what the game was, and she just like, yeah, my son pre-ordered this game, and he's like, oh, it must be this one, and just gave her Final Fantasy. This
0: sounds like incompetence, (laughs) like like a a high level.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh my god, like I didn't even have a PS2, so (laughs) so couldn't even use it. So I had to wait another another excruciating day to return. She didn't
0: just run back.
1: No, well, you know, it's Mom, like, because we lived out of town, a, yeah. right? Oh my God. You know, so it's like, you have to drive like half yep. an hour to... I'm
0: not going back in there. Yeah, then. we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Yes.
1: i like, have oh. <laughs> been waiting months for that game.
0: Yes. Yeah. On that topic too, um, I remember with Banjo-Kazooie, when banjo E came out, uh, we weren't going to buy it because it was, you know, like 79 99 or whatever the hell a right. uh, Canadian Just game cost back then. A lot. Yeah. Yes. So we went the rental route and um, the rental <laughs> clerk gave me fricking Banjo-Kazooie instead. Oh no. Which you already got. Yes. And I went home and like, you know, you load it up and all of a sudden I'm looking at the fricking anthill and it's like, hop, two, three, four, hop, two, three. (laughs) And it's like, wait a second. Like this isn't, like this isn't right. And I I feel like I did tell my mom that this is wrong. It's the same game. This is, but something didn't click and we didn't take it back. And I never played Tui. We just like kept Kazooie.
1: you You just never played it. Like
0: maybe 10 years later. You know, like once my younger brothers, I think, bought it when they were like on a retro kick. But like, I I don't, I don't, I don't know. Parents are weird sometimes where it's like, like this, this is...
1: (laughs) You, we this can't just keep you, this. This is what you asked for, honey. Yeah, I don't like, know what you're complaining about.
0: <laughs> Literally, though, it's like, this is like this is nothing. Like, we have to take it back. <laughs> we already have this game, Mom. <laughs> we have to take it back. We got a different cartridge. Like, it must be a different... Like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Look, the labels are the same. Yeah, like, I don't know what didn't click, but it's one of the most disappointed... Like, I don't remember a lot of rentals. I remember that so vividly. Yeah. Because it was like... Just how disappointed yes. and crushed you were. Yes, because it was finally my chance to play Tui. Yeah. and. Never could. I never, yeah. I just never did. Why didn't we rent it again? There's so many questions I want answered. Like, why didn't we just rent it after the fact? Sounds like a good uh, family conversation (laughs) topic. I I doubt she remembers anything from that. There's no way that registered. Yeah. That thing about memories where it's like, oh, that meant a lot more to me than it did to mom. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That is, uh, there's no shot. Yeah. She's going to remember that. That's right. Yeah. But over the holidays this year, I think I'm hoping to play Elden Ring. Okay. Like never I, played it. I haven't yet. Nope. I've avoided all spoilers, all gameplay stuff. I don't know anything. Like I love souls, obviously. Um, I've been wanting to play Elden Ring for the past, fuck, it might almost be three years at this point.
1: Okay. Wow. Like, it's <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. I feel like
0: it's uh, an old game at this point. Yeah
1: yeah so, it's i you know what i i had a hankering to play it the other day and i couldn't find my disc what i don't know what the heck i did with it. i'm like i know i bought this game and <laughs> well, i'm sure that's I like, you gotta buy digital
0: games and it's on your <laughs>
1: <laughs> plus
0: one for digital if future yeah if there's any
1: reason to buy purely digital games it's it's in case you lose the yeah. disc but like i don't even know where it went i was like what the heck you I, have the case or, no, you, oh, you don't have the case either, okay. Yeah, because was
0: gonna assume they have to be together,
1: yeah, okay, of course. Yeah, what do you take me for? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're the guy losing games over there, pal. <laughs> you know, At this point, you might have cheeto fingers, you like. know. What I, yeah,
1: that's right. You know, I probably took it with me on a trip or something and left it in a suitcase. That's probably what happened, but
0: yeah, anyway, Elden Ring is great and you will love it. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping to just block off like the 23rd to the 27th or something, okay, and just like. You know, turn off the lights in here, buy some snacks and stuff, and, like, just, like, the eight-hour game session. Yeah. Like, just take it all the way back to we were kids and yeah. really just grind it out. Yeah. That sounds, like, that sounds amazing, actually. Yeah. And, it, it's, the, those are some of the things I miss the most now. Yeah. You know, with Christmas, it's, like I said, there's that block of time between, like, 12 and 5 where you just sit down for five hours and game mm-hmm. until supper. Yeah. Like, not a care in the world. It's yeah. just, like, oh, I'm, I'm gaming. Yeah. Like, that's And it. I <laughs> think
1: that's that's really... That's really what's different is is the care in the world because yeah. when you're a kid, it's just like, you know, you can, you don't have to worry about anything if you have you know good parents. You don't have to worry about anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, know, you can you can literally just enjoy yourself and you know, and just play games and not have anything else on your mind. Yeah. But as soon as you get to be an adult, that you that magic is kind of gone now, right? It's yeah. Like that's... You're thinking about like bills and. All this other crap. It's like anything else you should be doing. Literally anything else productive
0: <laughs> that you should be doing. Yeah, instead of bleeding eight hours into Elden Ring, <laughs> where it's like, wow, that was like, you know, there it was. It's like, was that a waste of a day? Maybe,
1: maybe, but I enjoyed
0: myself. Yeah, I, I, yeah, man. Yeah. That's what I want to get. That's what I want to do this Christmas break the most. Is just block out some time and game. Yeah, hard yeah yeah <laughs> hey, oh man Bring i like a casual gaming but like i miss the freaking hardcore start at 6 p.m play till 6 a.m yeah like oh man i miss that yeah and you know what i miss the uh the communal gang- gaming too like you know mm-hmm. friends
1: coming over and playing co-op games yep. and stuff it's a it's like nothing nothing's like that anymore there are so few couch co-op games
0: oh i i oh, I, I was in a house with three brothers right so couch co-op was always our go-to like right. we purposely bought multiplayer games and yeah. if a game didn't have multiplayer that was like a big, like, oh my God, this kind of sucks. And it was a big deal. Like when you'd go to Blockbuster and you would look at potential games to rent, it's like, okay, does this have How many players out? is it? Yeah. How many players? Like that was one of our biggest checks is this yeah. two-player game. Yeah. Because we didn't want to bring in a bunch of one-player games because that also caused fights. Yeah. Because exactly. only one person can play. Yeah. <laughs> so like <laughs> you literally had to do a check. Yeah. For multiplayer. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's crazy. I remember the... uh like, going to uh, the Matrix. Okay. you go to the LAN party on PC and stuff. I guess a gaming cafe is what you would Matrix call it. Matrix Online? Uh, no, like the Matrix at, in Regina. Like the, uh, oh, oh,
1: I thought you were talking about the game.
0: No, oh, no, no, no. I'm talking about the the <laughs> okay. gaming cafe. Like, oh, okay. Like, going for the LAN party. You okay. and eight friends, you know. Just speaking on that topic there of the communal actual gaming with other people in mm-hmm. person. Yeah. Doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And that's a loss of Christmas magic, kind of.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, especially when um, Halo matchmaking became a thing, I think that's, if I can pinpoint a moment where, where I feel like online games kind of just became too anonymous for me to enjoy was when matchmaking became a thing. Yep. Because I, do, I don't really enjoy just starting up a game and playing with random people.
0: It's a lot less, uh, it, 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 it's kind of fun. Yeah. But it's a different kind of fun. It's more of a competitive, ego-driven fun, in my opinion. When yeah. you're playing like alone, yeah, versus uh like you know you're with your buddies, you're just mucking, yeah. You know, playing poorly can be a lot of fun. Yeah, when you're alone and you're playing poorly, kill me. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. <laughs> like uh, if I'm in a Halo game and I'm one in thirteen, it's like man, like like just kill me, like e- exit. I want to be done. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. if you're with friends, it's like oh man, you you suck. Like yeah. you're going to get roasted. You're all laughing. Yeah. Like, I agree with you. The anonymous lobbies changed everything.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I guess, you know, if you are kind of a more socially, you know, active person, you can, you can make friends online, but I feel like it's, it's so much less likely these days. But you Maybe know, that's
0: just the introvert in us being scared of,
1: like, talking to the yeah, that's, lobbies. That's fair. You know, you're expecting little kids to, like, yeah. <laughs> be so toxic you just can't, <laughs> can't handle it. But, uh, you know, I remember, like, playing games like Jedi Academy on Xbox, which uh, was all based on uh, server hosting. So, like, someone would actually have to start a room yeah, yeah. Yep. you could look through the the servers and yep. the players that were hosting them and be like, oh, I know this guy. I played with him before. Yeah. You know, I feel like that's where like peak online random gaming was because you could, it wasn't as impersonal.
0: No, I agree. I agree. It's the same with Diablo 2. Yeah. Everything was its own. Like you create a room and then you go in. It, wasn't Warcraft like that as well? Early? World of Warcraft? Or did it still have in-game queuing for raids? I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't play enough of it. Me neither. <laughs> yeah. I only played Star Wars Galaxies. That was like my first MMO. Destiny, I remember you didn't have in-game raid queuing. You had to like go to a, essentially a forum or whatever and like find raid partners. Really? And then, yes. <laughs> okay. It was just dumb like i guess a, is what i would call it seems like an unnecessary step yes exactly <laughs> but it made it so that you're like oh, i recognize that name i recognize this person we've raided together you uh you, you know what i mean yeah you forcefully use the same people and build rapport right which meant a lot means yeah. a lot yeah that, i mean that's how you make like regular online friends and yeah yeah with halo Two, i remember uh in high school we actually downloaded it on the pcs at high school and we were playing like in uh computer class essentially. Info pro whatever the heck it was called. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we'd be playing Halo 2 matchmaking. That got banned real quick. <laughs> <laughs> <So> <laughs> they were not happy about the, that. The teachers heard your language, they're like, oh, this yeah, is like that that was not. Because like we, I think we all had Steam or something on the computers, <laughs> like we just... <laughs> sharing RAR files. Like it was oh, just like, man. That's funny. That's good
1: times. Yeah. That's yeah. real good times. So let's say in the in the last, I don't know last eight to 10 years or so is there a game that comes to mind when you think of like like how we talked about ocarina of time being kind of a thunderclap and being something something that really made an impression on you um is there a game in the last eight to ten years where you say you've you've kind of felt that magic wow it's a tough question that is that
0: you are yeah you're pulling out the big guns (laughs) i have an answer
1: for it that's why i'm asking Okay, well you shoot first. Okay. You shoot first. So I think for me, the, the last game to kind of really wow me like that was Breath of the Wild. Really? Yeah. So I turned I turned 30 two days after the Switch came out. So it was like my birthday present, my 30th birthday present to myself. <laughs> okay, yeah. was buying a Nintendo Switch <clears throat> and Breath of the Wild. So I remember that just being so, because it was such a change in formula. What's the
0: last Zelda game you'd played prior to that?
1: Well, I played them all, so I mean, like, oh, 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 oh. I played. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay,
0: pal. <laughs>
1: I'm a serious Zelda. <laughs> yeah, okay, except for the handhelds, <laughs> I, I was never a handheld guy, so I never played many of the handheld ones. <clears throat> but I did play like every console Zelda. Yeah, it's funny. None of us have Pokemon memories. I wasn't a handheld guy either, so no. I didn't like. You know what? I did get a Game Boy back then, and did get Pokemon Blue. Okay, played it a little bit, but then it kind of fell to the wayside. Really? I was just I was just not into tiny
0: screens and yeah, that's crazy yeah do you remember the old pokedex toy i don't mean to get off like super but like you could get like a it was a red tiger electronics pokedex i remember it yeah i had that yeah okay. and i didn't own any of the games but i grinded the pokedex oh interesting Like i would just like play on it for hours <laughs> <laughs> like reading stats about the pokemon yeah so yeah pokemon stuck with me at an early like i got okay in. Cool. i didn't even need a game yeah I just needed a compendium
1: that's 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 great and a little sad but that's yeah that's great. i agree <laughs>
0: a lot of memories just playing on the pokédex
1: yeah yeah so, so i guess uh before breath of the wild it would have been um uh skyward sword would have been the last one okay yeah and i played the hd one on wii u as well
0: nice yeah
1: and then breath of the wild just changed everything for you yeah <laughs> yeah, I mean it was such a such a change from the last ones just being open world and having such a, a rich and beautiful world.
0: Yeah, I played Breath when it not not exactly when it came out, but pretty close. Um I agree. It was pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. But I almost felt like uh I don't know. Like like <sighs> Breath was crazy because it was Zelda entering into that kind of world. Yeah. Like that was amazing and stuff. But like I already grinded 200 hours on Skyrim. Okay. Like I I just don't know if um Zelda did anything different or better than other big open world games that had already been done. Yeah. I guess was my issue. Yeah. Like a lot of Breath of the Wild. I think I played 30 hours and then I kind of got burned. Okay. Because a lot of it was I mean, feel free to correct me. You're clearly, you know, this game changed your life here and I'm about to dunk on it. (laughs) (laughs) It did not change my life, but... (laughs) A lot of what I was doing was just running around into nothingness. Okay. Like, um, shrines? Yeah. Boring. Boring is all hell okay you you didn't enjoy the puzzle stuff they're just like copy paste carbon carbon copies of each other all over the thing okay so i mean you do 20 of them but then it's like oh another shrine yeah like i don't know know. i would have expected a light bright kid to uh, (laughs) to like the puzzles
1: they'll enjoy doing the
0: same thing over and over (laughs) again that's right yeah (laughs) yeah i just yeah it didn't like it was really good i'm not saying it's a bad game yeah it just didn't like, I didn't have this because every review was like 100 out of 100. Like, we had to make a new scale this game so good. And then when I sat down and played it, it was like, huh, that's good. But, like, you know, 8 out of 10 good. Yeah. Like, it didn't... It changed the Zelda series, the Zelda formula, but for me as a game in the entire sphere of gaming, it just didn't didn't change things for me. Yeah. I don't know. I hear that. I think, you know,
1: I think it was kind of one of those games where they, they had such lofty ambitions that they probably actually had to pull it back a little bit uh, to make it realistically possible and now that you know tears of the kingdom is out it's yes. like oh we get to see what breath of the wild was intended yeah to be. that's
0: like i guess now as well call me crazy but it's like i oh, just play tears yeah well <laughs> like, that's
1: exactly that's my that's my um feeling as well it's like and I guess I could re- re- uh, directly compare it to uh, Perfect Dark and Goldeneye. It's like... Yeah, how you were saying. You don't really need to play Goldeneye if you've played Perfect Dark because it's like the better version in every way. And that's what Tears of the Kingdom is to Breath of the Wild for me.
0: Yeah. You and know? that kind of sucks to say Yeah, that it's like... I, I, I haven't played a ton of Tears yet, so I well, mean, I don't have a huge...
1: Yeah, you know, I think I think it's a two-way street a little bit. I, I don't know if it sucks to say because it's like if if it wasn't the one you should play over the other one. It's like,
0: did they make any improvement at all? Well, it also though, like I agree with that, but it's also, did you change enough to like, I said, Majora's mask could be considered a DLC almost. Right. It's like, did tears do enough then to make it its own game? If it's just like a better breath. Right. Like, that's also disappointing in a way. Yeah. I, I really... Like, as much as people... Sometimes you get a game like Mario Sunshine where the formula changes so much that people are like, ah, that sucks. Like, that's bad. Shouldn't right. have changed it. Right. But I would rather Sunshine exist than Mario 64 2. Yeah. Because, like, at least they tried something. Yeah. You went in a different direction. You created a completely different game. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't know. Good and bad to each. Yeah. Like, obviously, more of the good is good. It's good. Tears is a great game, but... Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know,
1: I guess... You know, when we look at games and their sequels, like Banjo and Banjo Two. Yeah, you know, yeah, I know. I you know. know. Both are equally amazing. I think you, I think you can realistically play both of those and get unique experiences. Because, mm-hmm. but you know, something like Breath and Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know if there's really. Yeah, much. I don't know if you're
0: getting a unique experience
1: by both games. Yeah, I don't know if there's really any reason to play Breath after you've played Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, because it's just so far beyond. You know, just expands and does better in every way.
0: Yeah, yeah, with more. And it just... actually <laughs> has a
1: good story. Which oh, does is...
0: Breath not? Is it not that? Breath of the
1: Wild doesn't really have much of a story. Okay. And, uh, you know, besides, like, looking back on the memory stuff. Yeah. But, like, I feel like Tears of the Kingdom has a more cohesive storyline. Like, okay. where you actually, you have a goal at the end. Like, I remember, I remember just being wowed at the world and the design and, the like, the color palette and the soundtrack. Like, everything was kind of... It kind of perfectly complemented each other. There was no aspect that really stood out as meaningless or frivolous. It all kind of worked together in such a cohesive whole. But I remember beating the final boss in Breath of the Wild and being like, That's it? Like there's no real Ganon. And now finally in Tears of the Kingdom, you get actually
0: Yeah. Yeah. Bad guy. You have an actual thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just so I remember being really disappointed by the end of Breath of the Wild. And I think
0: I... I do remember stuff about that though, with narrative being pushed behind in favor of exploration and yeah
1: and i think that was really probably just because they had to spend so much time reinventing the world Mm -hmm. because it was so open world which is brand new for zelda so
0: well if you make the narrative too driven as well it like uh doesn't take away from you wanting to explore but it also might because it's like i'm gonna like like there's certain um games where it's like oh here's your next quest marker like go there go there now yeah and, you know, like, you do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so it's, once you have it there, it's like, ah, I should probably go and, like, check that out. Yeah. Instead yeah. of just do whatever you want.
1: Yeah. And I think with, like, Breath of the Wild, the focus was was very much the world. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, like, not the story, but that was its, you know... Oh, 100%. Just, yeah. like, go and muck. Yeah. Go muck around yeah. is what... <laughs> and now, Tears of the Kingdom, it's like, you know, you're familiar with the world, but mm-hmm. we've given you two new ones. Yeah, and, and, like, you can muck around way more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some, there are some crazy mechanics
0: Yeah, in the game, now but, you can just, like... It, th- that's crazy, yeah. The sandbox thing is what... Maybe I just didn't feel like I had the... Uh, not the time, but, like, maybe the time. Where it's like, imagine, like, I wish I could play Tears or Breath at seven, seven years old. Yeah, with just infinite time to literally do every nook and cranny yeah. and just play yeah. muck, like just because in Ocarina, I would spend so much time just in the open field. Yeah, I think like
1: literally, you know, Breath of the Wild is kind of what Ocarina was trying to be. Yeah, like so, that's know, like, like
0: that's kind of how I saw it yeah, too. If
1: you're a little kid, you know, playing Breath of the Wild, I feel like that's perfect. You know, that's yes. that's kind of a incredible experience for a kid
0: yeah because you have an endless open world yeah oh you know what i mean well relatively yeah, yeah. relatively speaking <laughs> yeah and i just oh man that like it makes me angry i want that experience
1: yeah. <laughs> can we turn back time yeah now? i
0: want that as a kid <laughs> playing it as an adult was cool but man yeah what an experience if you're a kid yes yeah i wish definitely so on that then i mean wow a game that really uh changed every or you know stuck with me
1: yeah like a recent game that you can
0: remember in your
1: adult life don't worry i can edit out the silence
0: (laughs) (laughs) i figured (laughs) that's why i didn't rush to take uh... (laughs) as much time as you need (laughs) you know it's funny in my head i keep coming back to the last of us okay and i'm having this issue though where i'm sitting here and it's like Did that game impact me as much as I think it impacted me? Like, was it really as good as I remember it being? Which I think it's a phenomenal game and all that. But what I mean is, have I just been now told that it is the best game ever made? Because we've had it published on every single console and no one shuts up about it ever. Hmm. Like, I I can't remember what my actual initial takeaway was from this game anymore. Right. Did you play Uncharted before it? Uncharted? No, I did not. Okay. So maybe, maybe that's that changes things a little bit. Okay, so this was, yeah, my first, like, game kind of like that. I missed the Uncharted series. Um, I don't know. What else would be kind of like The Last of Us? Uh, it's tough. I mean, I feel like
1: Naughty Dog has kind of done their own thing. Yeah. Like, they've kind of created... Maybe a...
0: Assassin's Creed or
1: not? Not even. Because Assassin's Creed is nowhere near as refined. Okay. But it's also not... It's not an on-rails experience like The okay. Last
0: of Us or... Or uh, Uncharted is. Yeah, I think that's what got me with The Last of Us was how narrative, like how good the story and narrative was. Yes, it's that, very like, tightly controlled. Yes. And all of that stuck with me so much. Like, yeah. that was actually, like, I finished the game and I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, literally, like, literally, yeah. I, I had stunned. Yeah. yeah, literally. You just watched the credit roll and I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. that was, like, I remember that very clearly. Um, more than any kind of gameplay element in the game okay because i am a very narrative driven guy when i play a lot of games Me it's too. either like i play i'll play competitive like i'll play fighting game shooters whatever but if i'm not playing that like i get drawn to really narrative deep lore type games that's what gotcha. i really enjoy so going through the last of us really was like whoa yeah. this is nuts yeah and have you played uncharted since nope no nope, oh. still haven't <laughs> well, if you're into narrative All games. All I've heard is they're fantastic. You're I've into heard. If
1: narrative games, man, let me tell you. That's where I need to go next. That's the cream of the crop, yeah.
0: How long is each game? Like, are those like 10 to 20 hours? Similar to The Last of Us. Okay, good.
1: Yeah, good. each one. And I remember um, I, didn't, I didn't have a PS3 when it first came out, but I, I bought one secondhand from a friend. And uh, he included that game oh, nice. when I bought it. And I just remember that game flooring me. Like, I was like, oh my God. Like, I didn't realize when I saw advertisements for the game at the time how good it was. Okay. Like, I, I don't think it even registered how good it was. And then by the time Uncharted 2 came out, you know, which is kind of, I feel like the pinnacle of the series is too. Yeah. Okay. Um, It was such an incredible experience it just because of how well-designed the world is and oh, the man. story and the experience. And so when the, the Last of Us came out, it's like, it took everything I loved about the style of game that was Uncharted. But made like a zombie apocalyptic story, which was just so cool. <laughs> I was like, man, I've been waiting my entire life for something like this. You know, Walking Dead had come out on TV.
0: I think that's why it stuck. I was a big Walking Dead fan yeah, too, so I was yeah. like
1: in that world at the time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, me and my my buddy, we loved Resident Evil, and we were just
0: dying for like a good zombie TV series. And then Walking Dead comes out. And yeah, you're like
1: whoa,
0: yeah. Yeah, Uncharted. My older brother played them. I watched a little bit here and there. Like, I've seen snippets, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, I was a big watcher too. Like, my older brother would play something, I'd be sitting there watching. Yeah. Um, I just never played them myself. Okay. Never got there. You got some work to do then. I know. And now that you say Uncharted too, like, Gears 1 was a massive game for me. Yes. Gears of War 1 was, like, that, like, I still vividly, the commercial as well, it had Mad World play, and it was just like, oh my god, like, I need to buy this and the I don't couch know if cold. we got it yeah like it was just everything that's what I mean so like me and my older brother like Gears 1 oh man that's yeah. like that's up there with like yeah. games that really stood out and like stuck with me and like very very fond memories of Gears 1 yeah I hear that yeah we me and my friend played a lot of that game when it came out yeah
1: yeah I think was I still in high school when it came out I think it was 2005 or 6 somewhere in there yeah 2006 maybe maybe i was already in university it was very early
0: 360 so like five yeah. or six
1: yeah but yeah the certainly the uh the couch co-op aspect was such a huge boon yep. for that series yep we had a great time playing it
0: it was again it was one of those things where like oh my god this is co-op yeah. like talk about a different time though hey where like gears comes out and it's co-op because yeah. of course like that was still a thing yeah there's no like oh, i mean very few narrative driven games now are yeah. like co-op
1: yeah and then halo infinite comes out as a complete disappointment to everyone not being couch co-op <laughs> well,
0: halo 5 already blew it that oh, that's yeah. they took away um yeah. i i literally um i'm a big halo guy so yeah. like halo yeah. 4 we grind it again couch co-op right like, we would always play it yeah. uh even three person you could do so we play it all the time and then halo 5 comes out and like you can't do co-op multiplayer uh like matchmaking you can't do couch co-op matchmaking yeah each person needs their own game. Yeah, <laughs> what? So that yeah. was insane. The hell and then, yeah, I mean, at least with Infinite, now that we're adults, we all had our own computer and everything. So it's right. like, well, it doesn't matter as much. We all, you know. But you still can't even play co-op in the campaign. I know. So. I know. Like, what's
1: the point? I don't care about matchmaking.
0: Uh, that's all I went. That's all I went straight to. I was done with Halo campaign after three. Uh, I think I played Reach campaign and that was it.
1: Yeah, Reach Reach uh, was fun. For uh, sure. Reach was good. Reach was fun. I, I remember already feeling when Halo 4 came out being like,
0: uh, mm. like. This, I had campaign band fatigue or series fatigue.
1: Yeah, it's already, it's feeling different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Halo 3 was, I feel like the best of the series for me. And 100%, you know, when, um, when 4 came out, I was just, I kind of felt disappointed. And especially when 5 came out, you know, honestly, I don't remember a single thing about that game. Like, I don't remember a single thing about 5 other than it being... You just mm, played the campaign, I take it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I was like, this is not Halo. Like, this is just...
0: And all I did was go straight to matchmaking. Yeah. I didn't touch Halo 5 campaign.
1: You know, we spent hours and hours and hours just messing around in the campaigns. (laughs) Halo 1, Halo 2, Halo 3. Yes. Just taking vehicles and driving them to places where they're not supposed to go. Well, especially with skulls. (laughs) Because you just had to go skull hunting. Yeah. And that was so much fun. Yes. Oh, my God. That's co-op again. And it's just dead.
0: Yeah. it's unfortunate. Yeah. Very. Yeah, that is. That is kind of unfortunate. So we try to, uh, like, me and my younger brothers will still try to get together, like, eh, once every one or two weeks. And we'll actually just play games together in person. Yeah. Because it changes everything. Yeah. Even if it's a one-player game, we'll just, like, play it in person. Like, Pokemon, yeah. the new Pokemon Snap we've been playing. Okay. So you just, like, you know, take turns on a level. Yeah. If you're not on your turn, you watch. you com- Because you get the commentary. You get you get comments. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, everything is just more fun. It's
1: a communal experience. Yes. Yeah. And I remember um, when I was still living in Winnipeg. I had a couple of friends we would get together with regularly and one of our friends hadn't played like the, you know, Ocarina and, yep. and, and, uh, all these other Zelda. So we'd, we'd just have like a gaming session, you know, once a week where he would be playing yes. through the old yes. Zelda games and we just watch and have fun and yep. take turns. And you my know. younger
0: brothers do that too with their friend who yeah. hasn't done as much retro gaming. Yeah. They'll like play, I think they literally played Ocarina yeah. and had a gaming session like that where he was the one playing and like, they yeah. know the game and
1: it's so much fun
0: yeah i mean it's it's why it becomes so big on twitch like not me i'm but like i watch twitch and stuff because it almost feels like you get a little bit of like like hey we're all playing this game together you know remnants of a time that's lost yeah but oh so sad (laughs) really though yeah (laughs) so uh hopefully you can get together with some friends this christmas and uh, you know go from there you Make some what, great
1: gaming memories. Yeah, that's really what it's about. Is the that's yeah, funny? It with started friends. with
0: you know what do you get, and it ended with like man, man. I miss my friends. <laughs> get together with people this Christmas. And, Let me
1: just go cry in a corner. Yeah, now.
0: seriously, Jesus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Take me back. Screw being an adult. Let's uh, let's just go back where we can play games for eight hours a day.
0: That's that's what I want this Christmas. That's mm-hmm. my goal anyway. So yeah, I'm hoping to achieve it. That's a nice goal. Well, it, uh. To
1: make us happier, I did bring some uh, Christmas goodies here. You did, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, what do you want to try first? We got three three things here. I'm going in for the sugar cookie. I believe shortbread. Shortbread. There we go. With uh, with peppermint, uh, crushed peppermint candy
0: canes. Yep. Let's see. It's funny we didn't even touch on the baking side of Christmas. So this podcast can't have everything.
1: (laughs) We'll we'll make a separate bonus episode. Our
0: baking episode.
1: Greg Bakes Christmas Goodies. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a new YouTube video.
0: (laughs) I need to get big on Twitch, man. We can do a communal bake-off. Oh, we totally should. That sounds good. It's all coming together now. Mm. That's the fun of everything. That is the fun of everything. Um,
1: So, for you, what was your uh, standards for Christmas baking?
0: What would you always have? The biggest thing, every single Christmas, without fail, Nanaimo bars. Mm. Every single Christmas. Okay. And it wasn't like... We didn't have some magic recipe. Um, It was literally the store-bought one from Superstore. Okay. Um, Every single year, we'd make those. It was just always a mainstay. Yep. Every time. And that is like... (laughs) I I don't even know if they're good in Nymo bars. Like I said, it's just like a (laughs) store-bought, like, you know. But... In my head now, if I try other people's Nanaimo, then they'll be like, oh, a good baker and everything. It's like, here, like, try this. I'm like, oh, that doesn't taste right. No. <laughs> that, that must be a bad Nanaimo it's square not, because it's not it's... like a
1: President's <laughs> Choice there.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think it's literally his <laughs> President's Choice brand. <laughs> but uh, I mean, that's like, that's where my brain goes. It's not like Gail Weston's. <laughs> yep. Like, my girlfriend's family does a lot of intricate baking and stuff, okay. which is fantastic. Yeah. So, um, She has a thing, too, that she brings every year now. I mean, I've been with my girlfriend like 15 years, so Mm -hmm. I say girlfriend, but it's like, you know, my wife. Yeah, your (laughs) common-law. Yeah, literally. Yeah. I'm in deep. Yeah. But (laughs) she always makes something, too, now, and I can't think of the freaking name of it. Oh. But that's become a staple, too. What's it like? Can you describe it? (sighs) Words cannot describe (laughs) it. You just have to try it. Exactly. You can't even imagine this. can't can't even imagine how good this baking is. (laughs) New Zealand bars is what they're called. New Zealand, Zealand bars. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. It's like chocolate and icing and another layer of crumble, I think, at the bottom. It's super sweet and chocolatey. Oh, so, okay. But it's it's unique in its flavor profile, and I don't know anything about baking enough to tell you why it's unique in its profile. Okay. I eat box stored in <laughs> Nanaimo, so like... <laughs> yeah, what do you know? Yeah, don't don't ask me to explain why it tastes the way it does, but... She makes those now, New Zealand bars. Surely someone else makes those. Okay. Well but that that sounds good. What about you guys? What what are you most looking forward to here? Oh well I'm I, going in for a rice crispy square. Yeah, okay, too.
1: so what next do we got? We got this rice crispy Yeah, so uh, this has It's a marshmallow with Christmas themed rice krispies on the outside and caramel. And caramel. Also, oh my god. Yeah. Sounds great. Yeah, it looks really good. So um this, the mainstay for me while you're enjoying that mm-hmm. is uh, tell
0: story I uh, eating. yeah that's right
1: <laughs> uh is sugar cookies, my mom so she 's baked them already, but they haven 't been iced yet, like with icing, so that 's why i didn 't bring any, but those are my favorites, especially when they 're in the freezer and they 're like crispy and frozen ah mm-hmm. oh, i can 't get enough of those <laughs> it's like my ten pound Christmas gift to myself is just <laughs> eating sugar cookies. endless sugar cookies yeah. <laughs> that 's right i'm like, mom please don't bake too many because I don't want to just be like eating these all the time.
0: Is it her own recipe or are you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You should, uh, you should consider getting a box, a box store recipe. It might be even better.
1: So I can disappoint myself and not be tempted (laughs) to eat them. Exactly. But it'll just make hers better by comparison. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'll be screwed anyway. We're probably
0: going to make some sugar cookies too. Okay. Uh, My girlfriend's family and I am, I, this might, you know, be controversial. They make ginger cookies, like, uh, you like know, snaps. gingerbread. Yeah, ginger snaps, gingerbread cookies. Um, they're low tier, man. Like they make good ones, you know, they taste good. The profile's there and everything. But like ginger cookies in general are a very low tier snack at Christmas. Okay. You just don't, you don't like them as much average that is the most average thing in the world if it's presented to me i will eat one like they're still sugary it's still a cookie yeah but like if i had my choice man i don't think i'd ever reach for one in a platter of like christmas goodies you know what i'm the same really yeah good yeah
1: i mean i love ginger like i love ginger but just like ginger snaps i don't know i just don't love them Mm -hmm. i don't love them
0: yeah (laughs) and the worst thing is like my girlfriend's family like that is their staple It's gingerbread cookies. And it's like, ah, great. Great. (laughs) I have to be nice. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, I guess. (laughs) They're good and everything. It's just like, ah, man, I'd almost rather have anything else. Okay. Yeah. I kind of hear you on that. I'm not a huge fan of uh, ginger snaps. I'm sure there's fans out there who are just like scathing Mm. as we, (laughs) you know. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But not for me. Yeah. I hear
1: you. You know what? Well, we got one last uh, yes. snack here. So it's a uh, double-sided, like flat pretzel chip, and uh, there's uh, Christmas-colored Smarties on the top that are held in place by white. Those chocolate. are M and M's. It looks like. Yeah. Are you someone who just calls non- M
0: and M's and Smarties the same thing? Non copyrighted. <laughs> <'Cause they aren't! laughs>
1: Non-trademarked uh, candy. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs>
1: colored coated candy. <laughs> okay, what's better, M&Ms or Smarties? Smarties. It's yeah, not close. Absolutely. Yeah, it's and just the, not close. The the candy crust is so much better.
0: Yeah. Ugh. That's why I, I noticed it immediately because I am like, oh, man, I was a big Smarties kid. Like, that was my chocolate bar of choice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I see an M&M. I know it. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It's just disappointing.
1: That's <laughs> smaller... Doesn't have the same crispy crunch outside. Yeah,
0: it just It turns these chocolate, I think, when you go into MMs, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Completely different profile. It is. Yeah. Not this quite as good. Yeah. The uh, the salty pretzel. Yeah. yeah. The salt compliment. with the, the oh man. The salt is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. We don't we barely
1: eat pretzels. Me too. So it's like If they're coated in candy, that's the world. Yeah, 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 that's when I That's when I'll
0: eat them. Yeah. Only like yogurt covered pretzels, chocolate covered pretzels, or like candy. But like a pretzel on its own, I don't want it. Yeah, forget it. What's that mix? There's like Sun Mix or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch the the pretzels. (laughs) Those can stay. Those go back in the bag. (laughs) Literally, though. (laughs) That was fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, that's a nice little uh, Christmas treat before, uh, before the holidays start. Nice little send off for us there. Yeah. That was fun have a good christmas everybody thank you for listening and i'll see you guys next time and play games and play some games this christmas yes lots of games